So today, I think we should talk about um, the duo, but I think we should save it. Save it. Like the full take. The Maybe like touch on the Apple Store, mm-hmm. Apple App Store. The CenturyLink outage. Oh, yeah. About this one. And yep. then um, Intel rebranded the same time they announced the 11th gen chips. And then immediately after, there were a bunch of PC events. And I want to talk mm. about one of them. Hot take. It looks like Stripe now. <laughs> Intel. The like, logo. It looks exactly like that crazy new Stripe website. Oh, because the gradient behind it? Yeah. <laughs> Anything looks like Stripe at any yeah, point, right? Like exactly. Whenever they do a rebrand, everyone puts that on their little... Uh... <laughs> Next thing you know, yeah. Um, love Ready? it. Ready? Yeah. Hey. Oh, okay. Sweet. <laughs> I'm gonna hey, mute myself. Okay. I'm gonna mute myself. <laughs> we'll get there. Hey, you're listening to Charge Tech Podcast. Podcast. Oh wait, hold on. <clears throat> hey, you're listening to Charge Tech Podcast, episode 146. Podcast that looks at tech and how it's shaping the world around us. I'm one of your hosts, Zach Grosser, and joining me are Frederica Mati. Oh, and Williams. Woo! How's everyone doing? Really weird saying my last name out loud all the time on this. I'm like, when else do you go, like, hello, I'm Owen Williams? Oh, all the time. Whenever I'm like on a phone call or whatever, and then I don't only get to say my last name, I also go, Emma Tete. I love it. Uh, on that note, I'm great. How are y'all? Still healthy. Still healthy. <laughs> yeah. Healthy. That's the wow. that's the thing. Just like every day that I'm like, is this is my throat sore because it's just normal or is this bad? You know, like I think everybody has had that at least twenty times this year. Yeah, it's really <laughs> annoying because at the moment I have a little cough. Right. And I know it's not COVID, but yeah. you know, it's still very yeah. awkward. It's very funny if you're like in public and you're like, ah, and everyone's like, oh fuck. Yeah, you're like, you're like, <laughs> like trying to tone it down as well, where you go like. <coughs> yeah, it sounds even worse. Yeah, yeah. oh, that's, <laughs> that is quite funny. Um, I don't know about you in Canada, but um, autumn has started here definitely. The what? Autumn. Oh. Or fall for you North Americans. Really fucking hot still. We had like, like. Okay, we had a heat wave that lasted like eight or nine days. Hmm. And then we had like the summer storm with like thunder and lightning that lasted like five days. And yeah. now it's like straight up, <laughs> no more warm weather. Kooky. Wow. I think this this year is uh, the hottest, it's on track to be the hottest summer, most days above 30 degrees ever. Yeah. Wow. So uh, honestly, I think this summer has set my expectations way too high because I don't think it's that good usually here. <laughs> Uh, so change. Yeah. I don't. I don't like it when it's above thirty degrees. Oh, I don't. Either, I just but... want it to be twenty-four forever. You know what's sus- more sustainable? Well, not sustainable. <clears> I'll tell you <throat> that. But when you have AC, it's maybe less of a big deal because then you're able to selectively be warm. <laughs> yeah, but AC is also going to be part of the problem. Yep. Anyway, uh, AC always, always kind of. A, it's such a weird thing to me because the. It's getting so warm and you need an AC, but then yeah. when you run the AC, you make, you make it, warmer. it warmer. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's quite, it's quite a uh, paradox. 
that's still putting the like responsibility on individuals to solve climate change when it's like 100 companies. I did exactly. see that story yeah. this morning. Uh, <clears throat> and I will say one thing that is quite funny is I'm so stuck in my ways. I never had AC, first of all, in New Zealand, because there's no way electricity is so expensive there. You'd never be able to afford to run it properly. Um, but after living in the Netherlands and not having it, I'm so like, people here will turn it on at like 21 degrees. I think I have it set to like, 28 <laughs> like I'm, I'm like i once i'm completely sweaty in my house okay i'll run it fine like fine. but uh it is oh. it is quite funny that, that was the thing that was i think exceptional about it being fall already here in the netherlands is last summer's heat wave was in oh, september yeah. and oh, now yeah. we're, already, we're just into september and it's already like cold hmm. well i mean it's between like 18 and 21 but it's sometimes just miserable and it will just rain all day and there's a lot of wind, which is just... Uh... It was 13 on Monday. Really? Ew. Yeah, um, but, on but on the other hand, I'm low-key happy because it makes me happy to be able to wear layers again and turtlenecks mm. and, you know, don't sweat, don't stick to my computers or laptops. Or... Oh, my God. I, I <laughs> seriously wonder how people that, um li- like, live in warmer places on earth how they could ever be an illustrator because right. your hand would stick to paper or a screen like how maybe you learn how to hover your hand or something i don't know hover hand can i start with the story let's yes. go let's go okay so <laughs> intel rebranded which is fine like i don't right. think there's much news around the rebrand that's worthy i, think I thought that old brand really- was iconic I will say, like, was this necessary? Probably not. Did they do it? Sure. (laughs) What I thought was really funny was the first time that I had a sense there was a rebrand that I saw any of the new rebrand collateral was a sticker on a laptop render. Oh. You know how they do the the Intel Inside sticker? Which is crazy to me still that, like... And I saw, like, a GIF of this laptop opening, and it was a different sticker, and I was like, did they? And then, like, then I saw the rebrand, and I was like, that Uh, is... This is like so funny that still it's like the sticker on the outside of a laptop is like the the you Intel branding. Funky to me is that I don't know if this is like super. I guess this is knowledge, but like you have to pay extra if you're a laptop maker to not have the sticker. Right. That is, <laughs> which is so funny. Cell phones used to always have the carrier's name on yes, it. Yes, yes. It would be like AT and T right below your screen. <laughs> that was the whole Apple thing. Steve Jobs was so like, insane. absolutely not. And this is something that I didn't understand. Like I lived at, like in North America, it was a thing, but it was not a thing in New Zealand. Actually, sometimes you would get like parallel imported phones that would have like Verizon on it, and I'm like, I, this means nothing to me. It's funny. <laughs> Here we had those logos on there as well, but they were like screen printed on it. You know, it was not oh, fuck. <laughs> just put it on top, like whether you yeah. get a mistake on the packaging. But um, anyway, so Intel, they announced their 11th gen processors, which for me was important because I'm currently kind of laptop shopping a little bit for like, I don't need one, but I've got this five-year-old MacBook Pro that I hate and I need something that runs Adobe software. So like, I'm thinking about getting a PC laptop and so like I was shopping and there's like lots of laptop manufacturers that are like, get the one with the ninth gen or the 10th gen. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, now that the 11th gen's out, I'm like, shit, how should I decide? But anyway, yesterday there was also an event from MSI, which is a oh. name I haven't heard since netbook yeah, like, days. Yeah. I was going to say netbook energy, big netbook energy going on. Oh right yeah. Now. I have a few uh, MSI parts in my. Uh, yeah. Same here. 
but like it's not something that is super in my mind for laptops except for netbooks right which i forgot it, existed remember right that? exactly like when i was shopping around it you know you, you're like okay maybe i'll look at lenovo's website and hp's website you know you open up the like manufacturers that you like can remember and um but so they had an event and they released their first it's called their summit series hmm. and it's this like pro business line and they're fucking really nice yeah yeah, so the pricing is being announced next month, which is unfortunate that Classic. they didn't announce pricing well, at the same time. I never understand that. Like, you know the price. Just fucking tell me. Right. <laughs> like, but so I've been, like, waffling on the, the Razer Blade Stealth 13 and the, the new MSI. Nicest fake MacBook of all time. I know, right? The the E14, the Summit E14. MSI released five models of this. Like Prestige, or no, sorry, they have the Modern Series, the Prestige Series, and now the Summit Series. And don't ask me to explain them. And the Summit Series is the new ones that are like pro-business, very sleek. They look like the HP Spectre, which I was also like kind of thinking about. And it's got this, it's mm-hmm. got the same specs as the Razer Blade Stealth. Okay, that's cool. With, this, with the graphics card. I would just want to know how plasticky it is. <laughs> Like all of my questions would be like, how am I, how plasticky does it? No, feel? no, it's. I think it's aluminum. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The only reason I say that though is because Razer is so fucking good at making like metal. <laughs> I don't know how to. You know, it's like when it's like comparing a MacBook or something. Um, I've actually never seen the one IRL, but um, I have to say, like my Surface Book, it looks like a MacBook, but it doesn't feel mm-hmm. like one. You got the black one, right? Yeah. Yeah. Sick. The the th- the the um, <clears throat> I always wanted a black laptop, obviously. So fucking cool. <laughs> but um, there is a really, really, really big downside to it. What's that? It always looks dusty and dirty. Oh yeah. So okay, I have the Pro X, which I use a lot. The like arm um, based one, and holy fuck, the fingerprints. I, like, fingerprints I kinda, not really that much of an issue. Oh, but I, oh my god, this is. The I can worst. send you a, a little photo, and maybe you can even put it in the in the show notes. But I yeah. I clean this thing very often. Yeah. Because of I have these wet wipes or whatever on my Pro X all the time. Because if I pick it every time I like pick it up, it's just like covered in fingerprint goop. Yeah. For me, you know, it's just. Do you remember this. the iPhone 3G? How like the back kind of oh, went yeah. all goopy all the time. It's like that. So I just send a photo of my keyboard, and what you can see on the photo is um, basically a lot of dust and little hairs and things like that. It's, wow. And when I describe it, it sounds awful, but actually, yeah. IRL is also every laptop awful, has that but... as well. Like, yeah, but if it's gray, if it's gray, a pink it's... laptop. Yeah, exactly. Well, Razer makes it the one, that one in pink as well. Eh? They don't sell it anymore. What? Really? Yeah, it was limited time. Oh, lame. Yeah, or at least, well, let me preface. They don't sell it in Europe. Maybe oh, it's available in the US. I didn't yeah. look. The worst. Everything is like that. I mean, like, everything is often, like, it's like that even in Canada. We have, like, 25% more luck, but every time I'm like, come on, it's not hot. It's across the border. Let's go. Right. Like, yeah. One, one more thing while we're talking about it is yeah. I, I, my friend Rissy was saying that there's a global aluminum shortage because really? people are stockpiling. Aluminium? LaCroix and other soft drinks. <laughs> what? The, yeah, people stockpiled stuff when the pandemic hit. They Jesus. were just like, oh, I'll buy a couple pallets of whatever I drink. Put it in the yard. 
put it in the garage if you've got one, you oh know, people's homes. And uh, yeah, apparently it's uh, constrained the aluminum right? supply. Well, plus, plus like every manufacturing weapon. industry was hit by people just not going yeah. to work for a while in every country ever. Right. Also, so like Ontario and Donald Trump are in a fight about metal imports. God. So it's probably that too. It's inter- isn't it interesting how something like a global pandemic can have so weird influence on on random things? I think um, we're seeing the supply chain fart and all sorts of like weird, yeah. way- and it's playing out really like slow. Like I don't know if you've been to like I don't know like a not initially or though. Something lately. Initially, like- it was actually everything was just standing still like china yeah, yeah. Was not sending anything exactly well, they, and like, now you want a keyboard it. well you can't have a keyboard you want a webcam they're sold out yeah exactly freddie did you hear about the CenturyLink outage uh no so CenturyLink is one of the isps that sounds like a web portal like whatever you say CenturyLink, i'm like it's like a portal and i'm the webmaster like... it does it does sound like something from the game portal as well yeah <laughs> Oh, yeah. Okay, so what country is CenturyLink based in? Oh, shit. I thought they were based in Ontario. Really? Yeah. That's that's true. Wow. I did not know that. Oh, no. They're based in the United States. The outage started. The outage was started in Ontario. That's so weird. The internet was fine here during it. Like, everybody was complaining, and I was like, what's going on? So maybe it was we caused problems for everybody else? Okay, but can you explain to me what it is or what happened? Because I completely missed this. Apparently, the there was a there's a data center they have outside of Toronto, mm-hmm. and that's where um, there was a misconfigured flow spec rule. I love how like they never translate it into like actual English at all. Like it's all just fucking kooky shit. I, I will put in the show notes the explainer of like what happened step by step. But it took almost seven hours, and it was. 3.5% of all internet traffic was affected. Fuck. <laughs> that's actually a lot. Huge. It's huge. Wow, that's wild. Um, yeah, How I know. Did I, I completely missed this. So I think for a lot of people, Cloudflare like kind of ate a lot of the problems because like they could, because it's like Cloudflare routes so much traffic that it kind of could deal with it. So a lot of websites that like the big ones, you probably could still use them. But it was like, it was intermittent as well. You'd like have to, it was very weird from what I could tell from the outside. And it was all day or something, right? Like it was quite it was seven long. hours. Yeah, that's fucking crazy. It, yeah. it really made me think of like uh, how funny it is that like Cloudflare actually causes more problem when they go down <laughs> than like <laughs> right. these companies now. Um, or like Amazon Web Services, which is not even a tier, you know, like half of the internet breaks. But you forget about all these companies who do all this crazy banal shit. Like they have a bunch of switches, some fiber in places, and you have to rely on this company that you never interact with ever to just do the thing. It's weird. It's funny how something like this does kind of like lay the backbone, but lay the backbone bare. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That ten times. <laughs> Um, of stuff like this where you completely forget that there's like inner workings to this at all. Like yeah. you just feel like, oh, I have a box in my house. I send some shit. <laughs> I, right. fiber and, I pay know. for it. A to this company. It also to me just like <laughs> reminds me of like how 
ephemeral the internet is. Mm-hmm. Of like you, you just think that like you can always go to a page and it will always be there, but like that's not true. Well, well I guess like MySpace kind of proves that when they deleted all of our data. <laughs> Do you remember when I that wonder, happened? I wonder if they did that on purpose for some reason. But anyway, I don't think so. I think it was a mistake. <laughs> a big one though. I <laughs> uh, wonder what Tom's doing right now. <laughs> Probably being rich. Even to himself. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Having no friends. I can't not talk about this anymore. Let's talk about Surface Zero. Wait, wait, just one more. It'll take about oh, a second. Come a on second. now. <laughs> the, the Russian courts are trying to make Apple's um, take on the App Store be 20%, so 30%. How about mm-hmm. they give developers choice and don't worry about the percentage? Like, I wish everybody would stop worrying about the percentage. Sure, do something, but not this. <laughs> like... Um, as as they say, I feel like in in like official news is like this story is still evolving. Yeah, <laughs> I, oh, I don't think court for eight thousand years. Yeah, it's going to be months and months and months, if not longer, until we get any change from the app store whatsoever. Jesus, like you know what? Like I have this weird, hilarious hope that everybody on this in this show listening to is going to rebuke me publicly about this, but I hope that politicians are smart enough to make Apple allow side loading like that would be the ultimate fuck you it's it would like, be great but the politicians i think they could wrap enough. their heads around it but there's a very finite chance it'll happen maybe in the eu well i think facebook is the one that has a really good like angle for wanting to do that and so they might and same with epic like that i think that's what they'll go after um but we'll see i don't think anybody in well, I could. Well, that's I a really hope. easy way to explain it. It's like on your computer, you can install anything from anywhere. There's a store, no, but you don't. I understand. But like, I'm I just, think politicians can grasp that. I was just gonna say, I would hope at this point that the politicians aren't gonna trust anything Facebook says to do. <laughs> oh, my lord! Yeah. Even if Facebook's right, they don't have the the capital. It's like it's like when when your teacher in in, in high school said like you're not allowed to you're not allowed to use Wikipedia as a as a as a source you're not allowed yeah. to use oh anything they say <laughs> you're not allowed to use Mark Zuckerberg as your no. advisor. It's not. Did you say did you see the whole thing that Taylor Lorenz um, yeah. basically? Um, what was the thing again? Oh, I yeah, can't. Mark Zuckerberg told there. Donald Trump to block TikTok. Or yeah, but she, didn't didn't she like say that before it happened? She, I think she said that it would be likely. It, like I I think this has been my take the whole time. Like he didn't have this idea on his own. He has no original ideas. Like somebody told him to do this. Right. Exactly. And Zuck. I, my favorite thing is Taylor Lorenz's tweet about was that this was just well, 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 and I was like, yes. <laughs> um not surprising at all like it's a horrible thing uh it's not surprising to me that not only did he tell trump to do it but also the timing of the announcement that they're so uh they're trying to ban tiktok was the week that facebook was announcing the clone like none of this none of this is a coincidence it's one of those things where with every criminal that's been a part of the trump administration and gotten caught is they make the stupidest crime mistakes (laughs) the whole like Okay, you banned TikTok the day that we announced our TikTok clone. It's the dumbest thing because you immediately go, that's a weird coincidence. Like, Like, they're just bad criminals at that. Like, it reminds me of that Anthony, you remember this, like the world's shittiest criminal, Anthony Lewandowski, the guy who stole all that shit from uh, uh, Uber. uh, Waymo. He stole everything from Waymo. And like, 
world's shittiest criminal. He typed how to securely erase laptop into his work owned laptop. Like, come on, use your phone. Like, go to a library. Like, like oh, I can think. Like, surely this guy knows all about like Bitcoin. So, like, surely he knows you shouldn't. Anyway, use it. Well, you sounded so like a boomer there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard this guy knows everything about Bitcoin. I heard the new thing is Ethereum. Anyway, okay. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. That's like 2017 all over again. I know, it hurts my brain. Duo. Let's talk about the duo. We have this energy this this week. I know. How about, it's it's happening. This, this I just ran out of coffee and it's not too far away. Um, I also yeah. ran out of coffee, but like for real, for real. So I don't have any coffee in the house. No. So. That's the worst. Okay. Now enough about that. Let's talk about the duo. <laughs> hey, uh, um, do, you, do you have it right there, right? Yeah, got it. So, okay. I can. Is that still oh, secret? Sure, you. I just, okay. So. Oh, sure. Uh, yeah. So, this is a great yeah. audio podcast. Well, let's talk about like. So I have it. The screen is on. I cannot show the internet this with the screen on for some reason. Yeah, because I I saw your tweets about it, and I was like, Not why well. the hell is this thing off? The embargo for it, the first one is only the hardware, and then the second one is the whole thing. So like, I think they're trying to assign to Zach before the show. They're trying to make it fair for people who may get it later, because okay. I got it later. FedEx literally thought it was stolen. <laughs> and so uh i think they're just separating and it's working like there is a relative hype cycle around it um i can tell you about some stuff about it i'm just not allowed to review it uh or show photos of the screen on well can we just get to some basics first okay yes just the let's start over the surface duo is a foldy a phone. two screen phone it's a foldy folds phone like a book yes it folds so it's like no actually i would frame it like this it's an ipad mini that folds in half I like that. I think it's a better way to think. It runs Android. Yeah. And it's made by Microsoft. Yes. But it looks like an Nintendo yes. DS. But yes. Cooler. <laughs> so when 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 um FedEx lost it, they were like, "Oh, so like what's in the package? Like what should we look for?" I was like, "Do you know what a Nintendo DS looks like?" And she was like, "No." It's <laughs> <laughs> like, "Okay, remember foldable phones?" And she's like, "No." I mean, and then it was like, "Flip phones. Remember those?" And she's like, yes. And I'm like, okay, imagine a giant flip phone. And she's like, what? <laughs> like, it was just the funniest <laughs> conversation. Anyway, um, yes, it's like you should have just been like, it's it's like a tiny laptop, like a laptop yeah, well, for I, a little yeah. baby. <laughs> like, I, I was like, what is a reference that somebody will get? Yeah, Nintendo DS. I want to put an emulator on this. Oh That's God. like my number one thing I need to do. It's so cute. Um, for the audio listeners, which is everybody, because I like that you had that on audio. hand. <laughs> Freddie just has a Nintendo yeah, DS just, right by oh. her laptop. The fuck, but not just any. It's like a white one. It looks the same. It's pink. It's actually pink. Oh, it's pink. It's so cool. Yeah, I love it. I love that. I need it to go anyway. So okay, I will say I do get big DS energy from this. That is the title of this podcast. <laughs> Um, (laughs) first of all like i i honestly like kudos to microsoft i don't think i never thought they could make something like this this is genuinely the most batshit nice device i've ever used like it's a it feels like it feels solid well it's software gorilla glass on both sides all four sides um it's very fast way more like stable and less weird than i thought like in general um it takes some getting used to so here's here's my take after like one day um most of the time like i use it in this like single 
wide boy mode, like the phone style thing. You have to, I think you have to describe it a little better. Yeah. So like I, so, so imagine like it's closed, right? Like a Nintendo DS. Um, so I open it. Which means you have screen touching on yes. another screen. Which is kind of cool because you can't scratch the screen when it's in your pocket. If your pockets are large enough to fit it, that's the other thing. It's a very wide phone. Which is just men that wear men's yeah. jeans. So most of the uh, marketing is actually like women putting it in their handbag, which is really interesting. Um, so anyway, it is big. I would just carry it in my tote bag. So like, yeah, that sounds right. But yeah, sure. Like I would put it in my bag. Um, so when I open it, um, I go 360 degrees pretty much always so back yeah back so like this, back. this one screen is in your hand and it's off and then the other one is okay. just it's a normal phone um there's a fingerprint sensor right on the side here like uh like on the extreme edge where your thumb goes and so it just unlocks pretty naturally um so the kookiest thing to me is uh you know like often you'll be i don't know messaging you guys and you send like links um and so like the mental model for how you use your phone is like you're on Let's see, you're on Telegram, right? Uh, or whatever messaging app that you use. And you, you're you like in your messages and you're like, okay, I want to click one of these links. Usually you would like click this and like it swaps app. Like you go out of Microsoft calls this your flow uh, and you do that. And then you go back to it to like react. Well, I have to like break that mental model because now when I'm using it, like I actually, if I want to read a link, I should open it into book mode and then tap the link and it's smart enough to open it on the other screen. Like it doesn't, you don't have to trick it into doing the thing. Like it knows when to handle it. Um, And so now I can like browse, I can text her back. Like I can do both at the same time. And honestly, that part alone is probably the coolest part is like, you're like in the middle of something you're like, say, okay, I I'm revealing a lot of nerdy things right now, but you know, when you go down a Wikipedia rabbit hole, uh, and you're like, I want mm-hmm. to read that one, but not write the second. You can open it on the second screen. <laughs> but yeah, some, but cool. sometimes even just when you're browsing yeah. clothes, yeah, yeah, for instance, 100%. and then you're also talking about said clothes yeah. with a friend. Yeah, so you can do a video and call and you can share just one screen. Um, you can like, so for example, like I'll be reading Hacker News or something and you can just be like open a new window and it opens on the other screen like it's smart enough to know what to do what what about um can you just set set it yep. down and have it like open like, yeah, so like look, this it's literally? not uh like a little laptop it's, it's basically. interesting it's really the hinge is like it stays where it is but it doesn't resist when you're doing like the fold um what? It's, weird stuff yeah it's just because i'm moving it around but you can see like it's not floppy it's genuinely really impressive how well like, you cannot move it are you are you afraid to touch uh things that you're not supposed to touch when you're um moving when you start the moving the hinge, hinge uh the display stops uh registering touch until you stop uh, yeah. um That's because cool. This happens to me all the time when i uh drop my iphone in my bag or something or put it i don't know anywhere where it might touch something else, yeah. then before you know it, I'm sending people photos that right, right, you know, exactly. like that I didn't want it didn't mean um, send. I love it. So yeah, they, they're pre- it's pretty well designed on that front. There are like bugs. It's a dual screen phone. Like I would say, the thing that surprised me the most is 99% of apps just work, and then they've got like little uh, tricks that you can use to force them to work if they're not like ready for yeah. it. Um, biggest thing, like. If you are entirely honest, this is a two-handed phone. Like, 
There is yeah, almost right. there's only one mode in which it's comfortable to use with one hand. Um, and I'll just like open what I mean. And it's then, a like, book mode because I feel like oh. reading a book and just holding. Well, it okay, yeah, like, like you can use scrolling the stuff, but I mean keyboard wise. So like, if I'm writing an email, right, this is like so wide. Like the screen is wide. Right. Um, the software they have actually got this one handed mode, so that actually helps a lot. It's just a bit weird. Um, but this that's is two handed. That's phone. on all Android phones. Yeah. Yeah, you're better off putting it into like the old school like flip phony mode and using the keyboard um like on the bottom like screen and typing in the top just, yeah. yeah like and that's actually really comfortable like i love i love it i feel like it feels so cool to hold it like this and just type with the screen open and then have the full email there um but it's just something it's really really different so I have about 1,400 questions for you. So do so I. maybe I could just like throw some questions <laughs> throw at you. Throw some at me. I'll, well, tell, first I'll off, tell you what I can. It's $1,400 was the joke there yeah. also. Um, yes. Is it worth $1,400 to you? I, so I struggle with that because I'm like, any amount of money like that is crazy to me uh, for a game. Right. It's a whole laptop. But I will say. More, yeah. This could, you could work off this. Like, I mean, yeah, sure, it's small, but you could literally do your entire workflow on this. Um, it's, yeah, so like, I think the price for the, I think the premium level that they've gone for on this is why the price is what it is. I actually think it's that, like, they didn't cut corners and they have, like, that's the price. It's all glass. The hinge is crazy. I can't see a way they can make that cheaper yet. Um, and so I think it's worth it. I think it is worth the money. But, it is a first-gen product. And I think for $1,400, right, right, right. Is... I can excuse the lack of wireless charging. This is a chonky point. Like, whatever. I can plug it in. Well, we learned, we learned like, what, two weeks ago that wireless charging is bad. Yeah, exactly. So, but, like, I can, I can excuse it. Like, I already have USB-C everywhere. I just charge it on the nightstand, whatever. Yeah, so for $1,400, premium, lovely. Like, I think they can justify it with the material. Like, with the wireless charging thing, I can justify that. Sure, leave it out. Like, it's a early product. NFC being absent is, like, probably the biggest blunder. Like, if this is a phone. People use Google Pay. People use Apple. Like, it's just absolutely kooky to me that they would leave it out. Like, it's a wire that goes around the outside of it. Like, what <laughs> is going on? <laughs> and so, I mean, that's a super fickle thing, but it doesn't it doesn't live up to the yeah. fact that it's, like, so expensive. Like, it's just a bit weird. Well, it's interesting, too, because what the Galaxy Fold Z or whatever that just came out is $2,000. What? (laughs) (laughs) That makes this look cheap. Yeah, the Duo is, like, the cheaper of the folding phones. So two um, screens. (laughs) That doesn't make any sense. uh, Dieter from The Verge just did a video where he talked about four folding phones, including the Duo. And then he's like, this one kind of doesn't count. And he did three folding phones and compared them and talked about it. And it's like, it's kind of crazy to think about the price in the context of the other ones. Because $1,400 seems way too much for me. Even a $1,000 phone seems way too much for me. Mm -hmm. But for a folding phone, it's not bad. But okay, but when you say for a folding phone, it's not bad. That mean to me, that says that in your opinion, there is... Uh, a lot that is added by having this special feature of it folding, right? But like I 
And I, I, I really yeah, so, like the look of the, of the phone that you're having right now. Um, I'm not sure if I would call it a phone. I was thinking about like the the whole thing. Yeah, <laughs> I was just thinking that. Yeah, well, exactly, which is app. good. I mean, I, w- I wish, <laughs> I, I think every tablet should have that. Maybe you shouldn't call it with in your hand, but like who calls yeah. like that anyway? At least I always use yeah. headphones. Right. Anyway, um, yeah. I just don't know what it actually adds. Yeah, it seems nifty. Um, but um, yeah. yeah, I think most of those things that you just described and the scenarios, I usually just whip out my laptop for that, at least when I'm at home, you know. And that will yeah. be forever more comfortable. So jury is out. <laughs> yeah, jury is out on this. Like, I don't have a... Um, I'm still deciding. Like, I I think it takes long enough to get used to that that is going to be the hardest thing to sell as well. But I will say that it does... I think they've got something right in the marketing where they're saying like, it's like adding a second second screen to your computer, like, right. w- like dual screen. You're like, oh wow, I have all this. Like, it really is. I think it means you can do a lot more with it. Like, I'm much less likely to pull out my tablet, uh, especially because I can put it on the bench and have like Netflix on the top screen and a recipe on the bottom. Now, here's the thing: weren't weren't that cannibalize their laptops? But no. I suppose that's the point. no, no, because <laughs> nobody. Okay, not nobody. Very few people are going <laughs> to buy this that don't already yeah, have exactly. a computer. Yeah, exactly. That's not going to cannibalize. Yeah, well, I actually think this is targeted at Surface fans. Like they exist, uh, like the existing ones. Like I, I think mean, I do think uh, weirdly it. enough, my dad would like this. Oh yeah, I think a lot of there's a lot of big dad energy in this device because like, because my dad usually my dad is the type of person that has netbooks, you know. Right. Well, I like I work on a Chromebook. Like, of course, I could right. absolutely do half my job. Yeah, on the, Duo. The thing is, for him, it, Neo, it would maybe. not be a work device, but more of a. I am on holiday and I want to call mom, or you know. Right. So, this is definitely here's two things I have about this. Uh, on that note, to Zach's point, one, I think the cool thing with this is I would, I feel a lot more comfortable not taking like a tablet or something. Like I think I could do 99% of what I need to do on here. Um, two, this actually weirdly makes me more excited for the surface Neo, the actual right. tablet thing. I actually yeah. think if that's this cool. is this, that shit is going to be bonkers. Yeah. And that's, so, that's what I was talking about of like, I wish there was better drawing software for Android. Oh, but yeah. the Neo is a windows device. It's nah. Windows 10 the X. Right. So this is an Android device. The Neo yeah, so is going to be a Windows device. So yeah. you will have like Fresco and all the other drawing apps. Yeah. Yeah. I'm very interested how this will play out. Like, I think this is a great look at where the tablet yeah. market will go, if anything. I, I do wonder, say you would use that as a tablet, right? For drawing, say, like I do. What about, yeah. what about the seam? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think that's what I've wondered as well. Is I think, especially because of the size of this, I I think it's only practical for note taking. Like, if you're taking notes, it works really well because it's like a little book. Like, you just hold it like that. I think uh, the Neo would be a better size for that because the seam yeah, exactly. wouldn't get in the way. Like, that's an actual like an iPad that fold. Like, I think you can work around it. Whereas this is so small that like you're better off using it as a tiny notebook, yeah. like just in the book mode. 
uh, which I'm going to... But it would be nice if doing, it's possible but, because sometimes... Uh, I, that's why I was saying like I, I kind of low-key hate it that I can't use my Apple Pencil on my iPhone. Is Sometimes I just want to make yeah. a sketch that's just an ugly tiny thing you know, on the way, or I see something, yeah. or I see like a really nice window or whatever, then I just want to like take a note 100%. basically, and that can be very small. And we said this in the pre-show, like the I think the kooky thing with yeah. this is that the Surface Pen works on it. Like it doesn't come with it, but it works officially and you can use OneNote and take notes and like it, it really is, you remember the Microsoft Courier? We've talked about this on this show before, like yeah. that concept computer from the old days. This yeah. is that, like it really is like that. I, I hate to say it, but like Samsung has been making the note for years and it's got a pen built in yeah. and you can take your little sketches on it. Like, yeah, I don't Samsung want has it. Samsung it's just Apple is. Thing. Well, yeah. no, I'm just saying like Apple's the only one not doing this. <laughs> yeah. And like, look, jury's out. I think there's some interesting ideas here. Um, people should try it. I, I have think more it's an questions. Don't no. It sounds like you're okay. wrapping it up. I have way more questions. No, I'm not. I'm not. I can. <laughs> let's go. Okay. Okay. So right now, uh, or before this week, before you had it, you have a phone that's got a screen, and so when it's sitting next to you, sitting on your desk, in your on your couch, you know, it lights up with a notification. What has it yeah. been like having this? Like, I can actually close my phone, and it doesn't have a screen on it, and I'm no longer disturbed by notifications like is is that yeah tell us about that adjustment because it's very different it's, that's the part that i think people won't expect necessarily is like the biggest yeah. change for this is you're putting your phone away yeah it's when really satisfying it. first of all <laughs> um it makes a little like uh, click click when you close it so it's in like like you know it locked um i think the it is a big change so if you get a notification, like you can't see what's going on. Does like, it buzz? So Does it vibrate? Do you have it will, that turn it will off? make a noise? There's like this peak. <gasps> That's mode super so cute. I would up. like that in bed, um, even though I know it's bad to have it in bed. Your yeah, phone in bed, whatever. Um, and so there's two things. I haven't had it for like a long time. I did notice. So I will say, like, you're on the couch. It goes off. You're like. I have to open it to look. It's like much more intentional. And sometimes I'm just like, you know what? I'm not going to look. And I kind of like that. <laughs> but the other thing that. I've found that is if I'm chilling uh, and I know I still want to use it, I just leave it in the open mode. Like, um, you can just leave it. As I do like the idea of you it. being able to actually fully close it. Um, say you're in a restaurant, for instance. Yes. Um, it's, it's been proven that if you have your phone on a table, even screen side down or just in the vicinity of your eyeballs, that um, your conversations are going to be more shit because yes. it feels like there's always something on the yes. table to yank you out of your conversation or whatever the hell. And I quite like the it. idea that it's, it completely you know? closes off. Does it also do silent mode when you close it like that? So. That I was going to say that now that we're talking about this, yeah. I wish that they had an option for that. So, because you can set up do not disturb, but as far as I know, you can't set it to like that would be sick. do not disturb when closed. There's, that would be much more intentional. I love that idea. Um, maybe it's a thing, like I need to look th through the OS a bit more, but I, I'm sure you could set it up. It's Android. There's <laughs> no rules. Uh, so... Okay, any other questions, Zach? Uh, okay, so how many days have you been using it now as your primary device? It's only been 24 hours. It, like, FedEx lost it. So right. 
Yeah. Okay. Does it have dual SIM? No. I think it has eSIM. I didn't try to download it yet. I should try and download my Google Fi card. SIM card. Oh yes, it supports eSIM. I just found out. Okay. Uh, so you could probably do DSDS, which is like dual SIM, dual standby. Um, um, I, so you can like have one at a time. Anyway, I'm glad that you are one of the reviewers because I feel like a lot of the people I've seen reviews are Apple people by normal. Right. How different do you find? How different do you think? How much did Microsoft adjust Android? Do you feel a lot? A lot. I think. I think there's some really custom shit in here that. So it has its own like launcher thing because Microsoft has a launcher of its own. I don't know, like people know this, but it's like very focused on like Office and like whatever. But you can use Google stuff with it. The Outlook calendar, like the Outlook email app, is very good anyway. Like a lot of people use it on their iPhone and Android or whatever. Um, it's very custom. So like the gestures are completely different. You should, like on Android, the gesture thing is like the iPhone, like you swipe up to like go into the multitasking. You have to do like a really long swipe on this because the swipe is used for other stuff you use the swipe on the gesture thing to move it across the screen screens so you can like swipe and it throws the app onto the other screen um i also think that they've done a lot of custom stuff probably with google because they partnered on it like google has even tweeted about this phone to make stuff launch the way that it's would be expected so like the telegram launching the browser on the other window on the other screen when clicked Android wouldn't you like? I don't think it would do that. I think it would just launch on the screen that you're using. Right. So, I think there's a lot of customization. I think there's more to be done. I would put it that way. I think there's like a few rough edges where you're like, this is one of the first devices that they've really had to do this on. So right. So like, I have the the OnePlus Nord and it runs Oxygen OS. The right. Yeah, so it runs Oxygen OS, which is, it's built on, it's Android, but it's their own. And so they've got, like, they've been pushing newsletters to customers about, like, when Mm -hmm. Android 11 happens, Oxygen OS 11 is right behind it. Don't worry, you'll get your Mm -hmm. update. We're working with Google, Mm -hmm. like, yada, yada, yada. But it is, like, a separate operating system. And so I'm curious, like, it doesn't feel like Microsoft is branding their operating system, but like very clearly it's their own fork of Android. So I'm wondering like, you know, will Android 11 come two months late to the duo or at all? Or, you know, they've said that they're going to be fast. It's yet to be seen what that means. I know there's going to be like a day one update for this, which means on September 10th, which is suspiciously close to the Android 11 launch. Right, I was going to say. Uh, there's supposed to be a day one update. I suspect that they might go out with that to prove a point. I would if I was them. We'll see. Um, but they've said three years of support for updates. It's got like, there's that project treble thing, which makes it easy to update. We'll see. I'm optimistic. We'll I don't think they want to repeat previous mistakes that they've made on that front <laughs> with Windows Phone. Um, we'll see. I'm optimistic. I think that their customizations on it are such that they're not tied to the OS. Like they're coming from the launcher. There's a couple of custom apps. Most notably, actually, I'll say like usually when you set up an Android phone, you do all your Google shit and then you get to the end, you do your fingerprints. Same with the iPhone. You sign into iCloud. On this, you do all of that and then you do your Microsoft shit. Right. Like in the setup, like, oh, you got Microsoft 365? No, want a trial? If not, 
if you've already got it, I have a subscription. You, it sets up all the office shit. It's all there. Everything's synced. All of your settings. By the way, the other kooky thing is if you're in the Windows operating like system world, is the phone screen feature. So there's an app called Windows called Your Phone. Right. Where you can like read your notifications from your phone and like reply to messages and stuff. But if you previously, if you had a Samsung phone, you could like click your phone, uh, phone screen, it's called, and you could click around your phone instead of like opening it. With the Duo, there's two things happening. One, there's a new feature called apps, and you can actually find your phone's apps in the start menu of your computer, like oh. Snapchat, click it, and it will open the app on your computer Weird. just as if it's running there from your phone, and you can just use it. Holy which shit. Is bonkers. That's like, so funny. It is That's like one of those... Um, and it works well. You, you remember like a couple of years back when everyone had like fantasies of docking your your phone yes. at work and then working on your yeah. phone. Yeah. It's the other way around. It's it's perfect. <laughs> like, um, It's pretty good. Uh, most notably, it works with it closed. So you don't have oh, to yeah. open it. Um, so it's really interesting. Like, I, I think there's a lot of really cool stuff coming together that they couldn't have done without like doing it themselves. So we'll see. I think the biggest thing here for me is like, how, how committed are they to this? I think version two, I could see being even better. I think V1 is really an impressive start. I think they've spent years on this, I would say. Like probably, it's probably been under development for four or five years at this point. Like it's some of the stuff in here, I, you cannot just do that. Um, uh, I would say version two will be pretty, pretty nuts. I think version one is worth buying. Like if you're into this shit, it's cool. It's like worth playing around with the form factor. It's neat. Uh, most people probably should wait. Like, does it have five G? Uh, no. I I, I, mean, I do think uh, it's very strange <laughs> that there is no um, NFC in it. Yeah, I was going to say like this. This blunder. thing to me seems very, very, very chill. If you're going to travel, like yeah, yeah, exactly. And it feels very futuristic. I it think feels like a I think I would US feel... company didn't realize how big it is overseas i think it will feel safe leaving my laptop and my tablets at home uh the other thing is Mm -hmm. it's nice that it folds closed so you can just throw it into whatever suitcase or thing whatever you're holding uh without really you know you're in different situations when you're traveling but um nfc is so nice on your phone when you're traveling because uh for instance when you go to japan you can use your phone then for um for public transport and same in london and you know so I don't exactly. really understand why they didn't do that. To me, that really says that um, it's just not done. Yeah. Then they said, like, this is a forward... Uh, it's funny, they made this funny statement where they're like, this is a forward-looking phone. Um, so there's some stuff we left out to get yeah. it out into people's hands and see how they use it. And it's something we'll take really yeah. seriously as people test it. And so, okay, I think that's a fair way to position it. They've probably learned yeah. <laughs> that people are annoyed about it. I can excuse it for now because I get to use this now. Like, I think that is cool. Like, they shouldn't have waited True. another year. But on the other side, I think if you're saying it's future-proof or future-looking or whatever, I think it should have those features exactly. that you think are going to, like, last in the future. Maybe NFC won't last in the future. Exactly. Could also be, but, like, you know, it, it kind of looks that, sure. that it's going <laughs> to stay for a while. <laughs> it will. Yeah, and so I think that's I think that's the point. Is like it is a bit strange on that front. I can excuse it this time because it's still so dope. But 
I think I think having worked at a hardware company, the the word is always compromise. Like they're like, yes, there's this thing we want to do that was in the original plan for the product, but six months more on the timeline or twice the budget here or battery life takes a hit or, and we can't squeeze in this other part or there's so many things that like the product that comes out in the world has always got half as much stuff as they had on the original plan. And Mm -hmm. it always happens six months later than they wanted it to. So it's, I just feel like I'm sure NFC was in it at one point. And they yeah. were like, well, I'm sure that there's a prototype for that already. Yeah. And they were like, fuck, we got to cut it because of X or Y, or we can do it, but it's going to take it. us an extra year or, you know, like. So, yeah, I think that we'll see how that plays out. I'm um, like, it's, it's a really good first attempt. Like, I think people will pan it for that, but it's really crazy that this, I feel like I'm in the future. I honestly do. It's been a long time since I've like, since the iPhone 3G, I think, that I was like, holy fuck. <laughs> so there were all these, like, YouTube review videos of the hardware, right? Watched right. all of them. And the one thing that yeah. I noticed with every single one of these hardware reviews, at least the ones that I saw, is everyone's, like, doing the unboxing. They're like, oh, it comes with a bumper. And then they just throw it aside. And it's yeah. very unobvious what that would look like, except you have the bumper on. Yep. Yeah. So I put it on. Do you feel like it's worth it? Is it good? Is it um, shit? I, like, it's cool that they included it in the box. You can buy them separately for 40 bucks, but you get a free phone case. Uh, do, you remember, do you remember when Apple did that with the bumper because of the yeah, antenna yeah, gate? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, or or those well. ugly ones, um, but they come with the colorful ones with the holes. Ew. Oh yeah, my God, yeah. Exactly. Oh my god, that iPhone, that was Ew. so cool. It was like the Crocs one. IPhone yeah, yeah, the iPhone Crocs. Crocs. That's so um, funny. So, my take on the bumper is yeah. I see why they included it. I suspect that there's an edge case where something breaks if you do something weird. And <laughs> like that's drop the bumper it. is included. Because it's glass well, I on think four maybe sides. Maybe it's easier to break the outside glass than like people think. I don't know. I put it on because um, so they did like a workshop demo for press or something. Uh, and somebody asked about this, and I agree with this. It actually, if anything, gives it a bit more stability. If you look at this, when you have it down, so there's like a bit of big bit of rubber on the, well, not big, like in the thin piece of rubber uh, on the back of it. When you put it down, it makes it hold and not slide. Oh. Because it's glass. Like right. I have a, like a, I don't know, like a granite bench. I don't know if a, a quartz bench, I think it is. Like when you put it down on there, it would probably slide. Yep. Kind of like Freddie, I remember your phone. It was like yep. the flipperiest material known to man. And it's a choice. You don't have to put it on. So, yeah. You, you just got me kind of excited because you were talking about the glass being slippery. And I remembered the my last Pixel, the Pixel 3, had the like the coating on the glass. So it was a little, it oh, yeah. felt a right. little rubbery. And then I got excited like, yeah. ooh, I can't wait to see Google's take on this and Apple's take on this. Yeah. And like, you are right. Yeah. This is future looking. I didn't really think about it. I didn't really think the other mm-hmm. manufacturers would try and match this. I just figured it was like LG, yeah. Samsung, Motorola, and and Microsoft would be playing this game of folding phone. But yeah, this is probably where yeah. everything's going to go. At least, yeah, at least they're so. going to offer something if if Microsoft is yeah. a huge hit with this, which I can, I just feel like even though it's a V1, even though it's expensive, even though it's not for everybody, what they're going to move a lot of these. It is exciting. Because it's exciting. I think the people want to be seen with it. 
How long how long has it been since we've seen a new shape of phone? Basically not since uh uh one what was what was the fucking moment uh, in when the Apple the iPhone got released? One more thing. Basically since that moment we haven't had yeah. a different yeah. form factor when it comes to phones. Well Yeah. Very yeah, like well, that, but like, I mean, they're, they're still all the candy bar thing, you know. And then we had a little moment for for the blackberries, right. but they they were truly like the last like other shape than the candy bar shape. Uh, well, before that, we had ten years of wacky ass fucking phones, and I do think this also taps into that little bit of nostalgia in a little bit, and also, yeah. Big weird phone energy without being a yeah. clone. Like the razor, the there's a foldable razor that's out. That one's cool. Like it's just the well, same they thing, brought it out with, with the idea that like, like it's a throwback item. You know, they 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 were trying to do a thing that induces that nostalgia, but without bringing something new to into the future. And what I do think is that right now we're at a point where um, we still call it a phone, but is it really a phone still? You know, and I think this this device kind of questions. I think this yeah, is a tablet with a phone. No, in. but like, like this I device really, kind of really questions, do. like what is that actual daily device that we were using? You know, it used to be a laptop for a long time. Now there's a bunch of people that don't even have a laptop. Um, everyone yeah. has a phone glued to their hand, um, but no one calls. Like, does it need to be phone shaped? Does it like look, you know? So I, I think it's cool that, that it, yeah. it kind of challenges that. But um, yeah, I, I'm I'm looking forward to see where this will go. Same here. So like, it's exciting. I think Microsoft, this is the difference, I think, with Microsoft versus like other vendors. Samsung is definitely trying. I think Microsoft went out of their way to be like, they don't have the debt weirdness of these other companies. Like they don't have another phone. This is it. They used to. They canceled it. Uh, yeah. Sure. Yeah, but they don't have to like go and change all of this weird software to like. Some, yeah, exactly. Like, they've made it from scratch. Like, right. so I'm optimistic. I like. We can talk about it again next week um, and see where where I'm at on it. So far, have you it's used your own phone still? Fun. Like, no. Like, I just took put it away immediately. So, um, I would like to Zach to confirm it does support eSIM. So, I like my Google Fi activated just fine. Um, so there you go. That's pretty decent. It's decent. Um, anyway, so on that note, uh, we've been going for a while. Is there anything you want to briefly touch on at the end, or should we? I'm just trying to. I feel like I have more duo questions, but like I feel like I exhausted all the urgent ones. Uh, it says only one sim can be active at a time. Oh, so but it's that's like, fine. You can at yeah, least have. It's both. like every other phone except for the like latest, latest ones. Yeah. Um. Anyway, uh, yeah, we could go on this forever. That's my yeah. But it's also nice to uh, maybe um, <laughs> touch on it a little bit more next week when uh, you had got a little bit more time yeah. with the thing. Um, I am kind of delighted by the peak mode yeah, that well. I just saw. The peak mode. I know it's. I still love it every time for I do the it, for like, the listeners. Oh, peak mode so is that when you open the the book, basically a little a little bit, just a tiny bit, just a clamshell, it's just a little bit open. Yeah. And um, that you get to see the time or notifications. Looks cute. It's yeah, and like whether it's locked and stuff. If you haven't seen it, you should look at the Samsung Galaxy Edge had the peak on the because the screen rolled around the edges. Oh, I remember that. Just the edge would light up, and it would have the phone, and it would start scrolling through your latest notifications. 
or song playing. And it was really cool. I just didn't want my screen to wrap around the side of my phone like that. But yeah, I love that Microsoft is like, hey, let's take the good things other people have done. Exactly. That's what I like is like they've learned from everybody. Like they let Samsung make the mistakes for the last year. Right. Um, And so, yeah, let's talk about it again next week. Like I'll, I'll be able to actually be more open about it probably as well. Uh, at least with screenshots. Yeah, that would be nice. So, um, yeah, and I, I think for me, like the biggest thing here is it's Microsoft. So unlike Google, their new phone is going to be available <laughs> in the Netherlands because you can't buy yeah. a fucking Pixel in the Netherlands. They sell that yeah. shit in like five countries. So, like, to be clear, I, it is US only at launch. But oh, really? Oh, never mind. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure that they'll expand. I think. Look, I will say to the to this point. They should have gone global, but I understand why they didn't for the first round. Like, I, th- like, I think sure it sounds like it. something they did purposefully. Yeah. I think they just want to have like a few of those out in the world, uh, similar to what happened to the right. iPhone, really, right? When it just re- released, like it was almost impossible mm-hmm. to get one here. It was actually just for the people that yeah, were yeah, actually interested or very into the stuff. And like this mm. will touch my dad, possibly not for the next five years, you know? Right. Yeah. It's big dad energy. Uh love it. All right. On that note, I should go to my job now. So I like that you I like that we decided that the, the show title is Big D S energy and then you just said Big oh, Dad yeah. Energy right at the end. <laughs> it's it's it also listeners, it's what is what is the new word that Owen loves to say every two seconds? Is it sharky? Or is it Funny, Shock. or is it cookie? Huh? Do, do, do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what is what? What does this mean, cookie? cookie? But you use it for f- fun and not cookie, fun. And I don't understand. Well, it's it's fun like a strange. light, I love it. Light-hearted, strange, like a yeah, like it's a like good strain. Can yeah, a person like be weird but fun. cookie? Yeah, it's so. Yes, that's pretty much exclusively like, how you would use that word. Synonym that is close, I would say. But I think kooky, yeah, quirky, I think is okay. Kooky has an implication of like a weird, like don't fit in weird, but also like in a fun right. way. But yeah. I still don't think it's right. a compliment. Like you wouldn't call yeah, someone no, kooky as a compliment. <laughs> You'd be like, they're a little Is cookie. it like from kooky? You know, like, uh, yeah. Like, yeah, kind of. I think that's like is the it? origin. That's where it's, I it's not. Anyway, wow. so. Etymology. <laughs> Sorry, I just had to point it out. <laughs> Join us on Discord. To discuss okay, we'll, we'll let you go words. and we'll let you um, do work. Okay, well, we'll Thanks leave you. Thanks for humoring. But what? what? I was going to say, like, all of us should go. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, ask questions about the duo on Discord. I will answer them to the best I can. Um, I just or just without the screen on. So, Get. Yeah. You should get your new best friend, Casey Neistat, <laughs> into our Discord. Him and I tweet occasionally. It's weird. It is weird. So it's not weird. It's very cool. He occasionally <laughs> DMs me asking about two factor. Like, oh my god. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so weird. Anyway, I love the guy. He's just very funny because like he replies like five words, th- like he did. To I my think dad. if I had to like, DM anyone about two factor, I would also DM you, Owen. Yeah, me too. Okay, yeah. There you go. Um, <laughs> good, good energy right here. Uh, that's a compliment. Okay, ask questions in Discord. <laughs> kooky, kooky questions. The kookier the better. 
Uh, on that note, I'm logging off. I'll see you next time. Charge podcast. Bye. Bye, Biscuit. Bye.